Student of the Game podcast. I'm your host, Tavares. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. All right. Um, if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify or Anchor or iTunes, hey, I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your day and listening. If you're listening and watching on my YouTube channel, once again, thank you for tuning in. All right. And hit that like and subscribe button. Okay. All right. So let's jump into it. All right. The 2021 NBA playoffs are officially amongst us, people. And we pretty much have our matchups set, except for who's going to be the number eight seed in the Western Conference. All right. We do know that the Los Angeles Lakers, they're going to be the number seven seed. So that was already settled. But what first, let's see, let's go into one of the first matchups that's going to happen where we have the Dallas Mavericks at the number five seed versus the number four Los Angeles Clippers. Every time there's a four and a five seed, it can go either way. All right. It is it is it is very pretty hard to predict four and five seats because they are so close. Sometimes the only difference maker, sometimes you may have a five seed that has a better record than the four seed. But because that four seed, they won their division. They get that fourth seed over them and they get the home court advantage. And this time this year, home court advantage is going to actually matter because you're able to have some states fans in the stadiums. I'm not sure whether or not if all stadiums or um, arenas, uh, I'm not sure the percentages. Um, I know I, I could I believe in Dallas. They're allowed to go 100 percent max capacity. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's higher than most teams, okay? But we'll see. We'll see. But anyways, man, this this matchup right here is a good one, okay? Many people forget that Rajon, excuse me, playoff Rondo, he played for the Dallas Mavericks in 2015. Um, and he had a bad outing um, in the playoffs when they lost to my Houston Rockets in the first round that year. And then it seems like he did not seems like the I'm not going to say him and coach Rick Carlisle did not get along, but it, it just seems like it wasn't a good fit for, for the coach and for the point guard. OK, but um, man, I think Raja, I think playoff Rondo, he is going to be able to lead the Los Angeles Clippers over the Dallas Mavericks in this playoff series. But I do believe this series will go to seven. Well, I think it's going to go to six games. I think it'll go to seven if we have a healthy Christoph Porzingis. And see, the thing about it is, Christoph Porzingis, he because he have those troubling knee issues. And God, man, I hope I hope this young man can can get a real good clean bill, good clean bill of health, man. Because his situation, Dallas Mavericks fans, listen, I'm a Houston Rockets fan. And let me tell you, as a Rockets fan, I can relate to your concern whenever your big is having knee problems. You remember we had Yao Ming and the thing about it is what the only thing that kept Yao back was injuries. And man, that was something that he could not control. And Yao worked his tail off on every aspect of his game. And Porzingis is just like that. Has a very good all around game similar to Yao. But the difference is he, he is more athletic than Yao. OK, but. Both players could shoot. They can make their free throws. They have a nice touch around the basket. I mean, y'all saw the way the unicorn balled in the playoffs last year. Many believe had he not been hurt, they would have defeated the Clippers. And I think so. I think so because um, Paul George wasn't. Paul George wasn't. Paul George did not have the best playoff series. Okay, he 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 struggled, and unfortunately for Paul George, it's, it's let me see. I think since I think since he left Indiana, he hasn't been able to get into rhythm 
like he normally would in the playoffs. Because if you remember, when he played for the Pacers, I mean, the world became intra officially introduced to Paul George on the big stage where he went toe-to-toe against LeBron James and the Miami Heat. I believe that was, that was like the 2012-2013 season around that time. But when he went to OKC, he wasn't able to, like, he was inconsistent. He'll have a good game, then he'll have a bad game. You know, then he went to the Clippers last year. And the thing about it is last year, you know what? Everybody was going through a whole lot of different things last year, especially with this pandemic, the pandemic last year. So, you know, but unfortunately he didn't, he wasn't able to have his best playoff outing last year. Okay. But, um, you know, you got Kawhi Leonard over there, Marcus Morris. I think, um, Man, this this is going to be a real good series, okay? I mean, they played last year against each other. And, you know, Luka, I mean, it's one thing that Doc Rivers didn't wasn't able to do is contain Luka. And the thing about it is they continue to guard him one-on-one. And I understand that. You guard him one-on-one because here's the thing. You have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, two of the best on-the-ball defenders in the league. All right? But... Listen, I don't care how great a defensive player you are. It is very hard to beat great offense, okay, on a consistent basis. Maybe if it was a one-game thing, yeah, but in a seven, best four out of seven-game series, oh, that is hard to do. And and, it, and like I said, they had no matchup. They had no match for Christoph Porzingis. They could not handle him. They could not. Well, I believe it was game one last year where Christoph Porzingis got ejected, okay, and I think I think the Mavericks had a really good chance of winning that game. Okay, but unfortunately he got ejected and then one of the other games um he got hurt. All right. But man, Luca is even better than he's than he was last year. All right. Um so this is gonna be a real big big time test for the Clippers. They have a very, very touch for tough first round matchup this is no easy walk in the park um some people believe that the clippers possibly tanked so that way they could um face the dallas mavericks on purpose i mean i don't know that's a crazy thing to do i mean that that is a crazy thing to do for any opponent because that's that's disrespecting an opponent and the thing about it is, you got a player like Luca. Oh man, you 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 don't need to give that young man any more it's any more motivation. That dude is gonna bring it. I mean, there's nothing he can't do on the court. He can shoot. He can take the ball to the basket. He can pass. He can post you up. You know this. You know and and the guy he's young. How old is Luca? Like 20, 21, 22, something like that. But this is gonna be a real good series, I think. If if Porzingis, if Kristoff Porzingis, if they can get at least twenty five to thirty minutes out of him each game, I think the Mavericks. I think that's the only way the Mavericks are going to be able to win because it's only so much that Luca can do. Um, now, for, also for the Clippers to lose, Paul George will have to play like he played last year in the playoffs. I'm not banking on Paul George playing that way. I'm thinking Paul George, hey, he's focused, he's determined. He's about he's going he's trying to prove a lot of naysayers wrong. And I'm not going to lie, I was one of those naysayers last year. Um hey, I was piggybacking off the Paul George Playoff P um nickname. I was referring him to Playoff P 
open parentheses, the playoff is solid, close parentheses, <laughs> all right? But, um, you know, um, I think he's going to redeem himself, okay? He is a fierce competitor. I mean, the guy can ball, man. He can ball. Um, different coaching. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what adjustments Tyron Lue will make. And once again, it's big having Rajon Rondo out there, man. Rajon Rondo, his awareness on defense and offense is is impeccable. I mean, it's awesome, you know. And I do believe, the, I mean, the Los Angeles Lakers, I do believe they are going to miss playoff Rondo while they continue their playoff journey. But I think in return, the Clippers, they have gained a lot with playoff Rondo. And I think because they have, I think playoff Rondo is going to be the big difference maker here. I'm going with the Los Angeles Clippers to win this series in six games, four to games to two. All right. Um, let's see if you're listening to the podcast, stay on. Okay. But I'm about to switch segments and check this out. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, guess what? Please comment below and share your thoughts, whether or not if you believe that the Clippers are going to win the series or if you believe the Mavericks are going to win the series. Let me know your thoughts on these series. And do you think that Christoph Porzingis is going to stay healthy? All right. All right. So let's go on to the next topic. All right. And on to our next playoff matchup in the East. Out in the East, we have the number. Let me see. The number four seed, New York Knicks versus the ATL Atlanta Hawks. First of all, congratulations to both teams. It's been a while since we've seen the New York Knicks in the playoffs. Congratulations. Welcome back to postseason play, New York Knicks. Also, Atlanta Hawks. Been a while since I've seen y'all in the playoffs. Welcome back to the postseason, both teams. I remember as a kid growing up, hey, I love watching the Knicks play. I mean, who didn't enjoy watching um, um, Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, John Starks, Mark Jackson, um, Greg Anthony, Derek Harper, Charles Smith. Okay, did I did I say Charles Oakley? Did I say John Starks? Okay, I know I said Patrick Ewing. Okay, X X Man Xavier McDaniel. Then also, oh, the Atlanta Hawks back in the day, the Human Highlight Film. You know his name, Dominique Wilkins, Kevin Willis, Mookie Blaylock, Stacy Plastic Man Ogman. All right. Um, who else they had on that team? Um, I remember one couple of years they had Moses Malone, um, John Conkac, you know. Um, so I, I'm, I enjoyed watching the Atlanta Hawks and New York Knicks back in the day, okay? But um, this is going to be a real good series here. This is going to be, man, and the thing about it with this series, man, I, I wish this was a second-round series because then I can at least say, man, Shout out to the Knicks for advancing past the first round. And shout out to the Atlanta Hawks for making it past the first round. Um, man, I'm a huge Clint Capella fan. All right, big. I'm a Rockets fan, so I root for Capella. For Capella, I wish he was still a Rocket. I hate that we traded him, okay? He was not the problem. But um, Capella is having a real good season. You know, he is his rebounding is off the charts. Him and John Collins. Um, Trey Young, man, that dude there can... I mean, that dude there is really coming into his own. I mean, we was recently just, we previously was just talking about Luka, and, and, and it's very, it's very very good to see Trey Young coming into his own and really balling out there, okay? Um, oh, and Julius Randle, man, Julius Randle, man, like, for years, for the past three years, like, I always picked Julius Randle on my fantasy basketball team, and, like, I always believed in his game from the moment I saw him play, because he is a guy, he reminds me like, if I were to be a power forward, I would want to play like a Julius Randle. You know, he kind of reminds me of Antoine Walker, a left-handed version, because 
He can he can he he has the wicked handle. He can shoot. He can dribble the ball. He can go to the basket. He's a good passer for a big man, and he can um he can post you up. You know that's my type of power forward. That's my prototype type of power forward. Okay, but um. He's having a phenomenal year. Shout out to Coach Tibbs. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think Tibbs was going to be able to get him to the playoffs this year. I thought this was going to be a rebuilding year. And I thought maybe in two years they'll make it to the playoffs. But they have, hey, they have exceeded my expectations. I'm not sure how Nick fans, how, I mean, I know New Yorkers, I know they care about winning. But I'm not sure what type of expectations that they had for their New York Knicks as far as making it to the number four seed. I don't know. Did if hey, if you're a Knicks fan, did you think y'all were gonna make it to the playoffs at the four seed? Okay, that is awesome. Shout out to the Knicks. Um, Derrick Rose, man, I love Derrick Rose. I was just talking about D Rose also, man. D Rose, man, he is he is playing some amazing basketball. He's playing some amazing basketball. I've always been a fan of his. Um, but man, the matchups with these two teams, man, it's it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to see um, Julius Randle, Julius Randle against Clint Capella. Okay, Derrick Rose versus Trey Young. All right, let's see how this go. But ah, uh, I think the team with the home court advantage is gonna win this series. And in this situation, if you're an Atlanta Hawks fan, it is not sit well for you because you do not have home court advantage. Now, of course, if you win a game on the road, you can even it up. And if you win two games on the road, and guess what, home court advantage swings your way. All right. But um, I think this is going to be a, a seven game series for real. This is going to be a seven game series. Um, both teams, they're fairly, fairly young teams. And I think um, Julius Randle, he's performed well in the regular season. Well, this is the postseason. So let's see if Julius Randle is able to continue to play at that same level. I, for one, I believe that he's capable of playing beyond that level. In the postseason, he's just gonna have to unleash it, all right. But um, and also believe that Trey Young is gonna be big as well, okay. But um, ah, yeah, I got this as a seven game series, seven game series, man. It's like I say, anytime you have a number four and a five seed, it can be a toss up. When it is a toss up, okay. So I have the Atlanta Hawks falling to the Knicks four games to three, all right. Atlanta Hawk fans, please don't be upset at me. Don't be mad at me. Okay, listen. Here's the here's the beautiful thing. If you're a, you're an Atlanta Hawks fan, all right. I'm not right all the time. All right. I am not right all the time. I'm probably wrong most times. I probably am. All right. But sometimes I'm right. Okay. Sometimes I'm right. Okay. But um, seven game series, and I think man, it's gonna be some amazing basketball being played in this in this game. I don't think um. I don't foresee any blowouts. I can see maybe the biggest loss on this on with these two teams playing. It might be a 10-point loss. But I don't see any big major blowouts because I think both teams are real good. Okay. Tell me what you think. Comment below. Hey, are you rolling with the Knicks? Tell me why. Comment below. If you're rolling with the Atlanta Hawks, tell me why. Comment below. All right. Okay, now back out west. Okay, we have the number three. Denver Nuggets. I was going to say Denver Broncos. Number three, Denver Nuggets versus the Portland Trailblazers. Man, man, man. This is going to be a big time series here, man. Man, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm a little bit disappointed that Portland is the number six seed because I expect I had high expectations for Portland this year. I did. I had high expectations for them, man. And, you know. 
But I understand, hey, you know, sometimes um, things don't work out the way it's supposed to. You know, that's life, right? But um, the Portland Trailblazers, they're still in a posi- in a predicament where they can cause some serious damage, okay? Um, the Denver Nuggets, man, 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 it... I hate that Jamal Murray is not playing because if Jamal Murray was playing, man, this I think this team could potentially go all the way. All right. I'm not saying they cannot go all the way right now, but I think it's going to be real. It's going to be a real tough journey to go all the way without Jamal Murray. But the Denver Broncos, excuse me, the Denver Nuggets, they, they have a real good roster. Okay, number one, you got Jokic, who might be the MVP, the Joker. I mean, the Duke and ball, man, he is, a, you know, I don't want to. I was about to say he's a jack of all trades, but see, anytime you label someone a jack of all trades, you can respond by saying, but you're a master of none. So um, this dude here, man, he is like a like a master of all trades, pretty much. I mean, he can shoot, pass, dribble. Um, You know, he can post you up. I mean, this dude game is amazing. He can crash the boards, solid defender. All right. And his awareness on the game is phenomenal, all right? I mean, this dude here, talk about a student of the game. This dude here is like a doggone master of the game, okay? So you got to watch out for that, okay? Ugh. But um, Dame, Dame, man, let me tell you about Dame. Dame is so clutch. Dame, I mean, you have to, like, you have to guard this dude 94 feet because he can pull, he's going to pull up on the logo, all right? And see, and that's where... Man, I, I really miss Jamal Murray in this. I mean, can you imagine, like, those two going back and forth out on the perimeter? I mean, that's no knock on Joker. You know, Joker is a big, so he's going to be doing his thing regardless. But um, Jamal Murray, at least he would be able to match um, Dame Lillard's um, performances out on the perimeter and force Dame Lillard to play, to, play, to exert um, energy on defense, R.C.J. McCullough on defense okay cj mccullough man he's man that's a wicked backcourt to tend with even more reason why they're gonna have not having jamal murray is gonna be big man but um i'm looking forward to this matchup man ah the nuggets they have the home court advantage okay they have a real good home crowd historically the Denver nuggets always had a pretty good home crowd um i know a lot of players historically whenever they're playing a denver team no matter what sport it is um so a lot some players they struggle with um you know with with the weather with the altitude and stuff okay so i'm not sure how that's going to affect the port, the players for the portland trailblazers hopefully it doesn't affect them in a negative way okay hopefully it doesn't um i want to see a real good playoff series here um i think this this series has what it takes to go the distance to 7 games but Man, 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 like, I can't see Dame being put out in the, in the round one. And I can't see Joker being put out in round one. <laughs> you know, but I think, um, man, oh, man, Mike, Michael Porter Jr. has been playing good. Aaron Gordon has been playing good. Um, you know, those two are going to really have the ball. They're going to have to come through. Michael Porter Jr., and Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon, they, they're going to have to, you know, it's very important that those two players come big, you know, play big. All right. Um, if they can't, if they can't have big games and if they are inconsistent, then most likely Portland is going to win this series because Portland, I think the dynamic duo of Dame and CJ McCullough, that's going to, that's going to be hard to stop and contain. 
All right, that's going to be very, very hard to stop. Like, it's the postseason. Those guys can ball, you know. And I know they got put out in the first round last year, but unfortunately they were they were facing the Los Angeles Lakers, the world champion Lakers. And, you know, that's the, the Denver Nuggets. They're not the Los Angeles Lakers, but they're no, no pushover. They're a real good team, a real good team. And they still have a lot to prove. Okay, but the number one thing that they're going to have to prove on right now is can they do it without Jamal Murray? I mean, Jamal Murray was lightning last year in the playoffs. Okay, Joker played great also, but having you know everybody didn't expect uh, like the way the Joker played in the playoffs last year. He did what we expected him to do. Okay, I don't know too many people who expected Jamal Murray to come out and play the way he played last year. I don't know too many people who, who thought that. We all knew he was a he was a good player, but that dude there took his game to a whole nother level, a whole nother level, man. But uh, dang, once again, I hate that he's not playing. That man. But I tell you what, for me, I think I'm gonna roll with the Portland Trailblazers on this one here. Okay, I, Dame Lillard, he he is unstoppable. Joker is unstoppable also, but Dame Lillard, man, he can shoot it from the logo. I don't know if Joker can shoot it from the logo. All right. But I expect a, a, a real good competitive series. I got the Portland Trailblazers winning this series four games to two. All right. If you think otherwise, hey, let me know. Do you think Portland is going to win with the upset or do you think the Denver Nuggets are going to win and take care of business? All right. Once again, if you're a Nuggets fan, sorry, I picked against you, but it's nothing personal. But check this out. Once again. I'm not right all the time, so you can hang your hat on that, all right? So, <laughs> I'm no psychic. I'm no Charles Xavier or Miss Cleo. Call me now with your thought reading. But anyways, um, let me know. Tell me what you think, Portland or Denver. You can get with this or you can get with that, all right? Comment below. Hit that like and that subscribe button if you're watching on And on to our next matchup. We swing it back to the east, okay? The number three seed, Bucks of Milwaukee versus the number six seed, the Heat of Miami. All right? <clears throat> last year, well, yeah, last year in the bubble, the Miami Heat, they upset the Bucks. okay? So if you're the Bucks, man, you, of course, you're seeking revenge. And guess what? You get to have your home crowd. So that's an awesome thing. Once again, I'm not sure how the com how the capacity of this the arena is going to be, but you do get some of your fans back. Um, Giannis is just being Giannis. You know they didn't even bother mentioning his name too much in the MVP race because then that would be um, would that be three MVPs? I got to go back and check that. But anyways, um, Giannis, man, that he's just being Giannis. You know. Um, Middleton, he's stepping up. I love the way he's playing. Holiday, I mean, Holiday is doing, hey, I see why they traded four first-round picks for Holiday, all right? And the thing about it is this. It's time to cash in on that. Um, this is going to be a tough matchup. This is not like your typical three and six seed, okay? This is not like your typical one. Mostly everyone is healthy for the most part. But um, Jimmy Butler, man, that, man, Jim, Jimmy Butler, man, and, man that that dude there is man that dude there brings it man like you know a lot of times in life you know if you you know i think jimmy butler russell westbrook like those two players like you can never question their effort anytime they're out there on the basketball court 
I mean, yeah, do they make all their shots? No, they don't. Don't do they always make the best decisions all the time? No, they make mistakes like everybody else. Are they always considered the best player in the league? No, but here's the thing: the effort they bring it every game. Okay, Butler, he brings it. The same intensity that he has on offense, he carries it over to defense. And I believe he carries more intensity on defense than offense. And that's what I love about Jimmy Buckets, man. Jimmy, man, Jimmy Buckets is just so phenomenal, man. He is so phenomenal. I mean, I remember the Rockets, they tried to trade, um, um, let me see. They tried to trade, let me see. How many first round picks was it? Um... I believe it was four first-round picks. Yeah, for Jimmy Butler, that's when he was in, I believe, yeah, he was in Minnesota, okay? And Minnesota did not want that trade, man. But, man, that that would have been big because we would have had Harden, CP3, and Jimmy Butler, man. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I am just went into a blank. I'm just thinking about that possibility. I'm sorry, y'all. My bad. But um also, hey man, Bam Adebayo. I mean, hey man, he, he looked real good in the playoffs last year. So I'm looking forward to seeing him step his game up. Um this right here is gonna this is gonna be a real good series, gonna be a tough series, man. Um the Bucks, they cannot afford to lose in the first round on here. Um right now, you know, the Bucks are more of the hunter in this series, okay? The reason why I say that is because the Milwaukee Bucks, all right, let's see, hold up, here we go. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, they lost to the Heat, and the Heat made it to the East, excuse me, they made it to the NBA Finals, okay, and they lost. So if you're the Bucks, okay, yeah, it's hunting season for you. It's oh yeah, it's hunting season for you. So you have to go out there and hunt down these Miami Heat and get your revenge on them. You know, you can't allow them to beat you two years in a row. You cannot allow that. Not after um, like I say, the draft capital that you gave up for Holiday, number one. Um, this is a very important series for Chris Middleton. He's gonna have to step it up. Um, last year, I'm in the playoffs. A lot of people question. Um, if he's a valuable number two for Giannis, and I think he is. I like Chris Middleton. I think Chris Middleton is a very, very good player, okay? Matter of fact, I mean, a lot of people, they was acting like, you know, what I didn't like was they was they was trying to do the Batman and Robin thing. You know, Giannis is Batman, and um, Middleton would be Robin, and here's the way I look at it. I think, no, I think Middleton is better than a Robin, you know, and I'm not referring to Nightwing. I'm talking, you know, they said Robin. They didn't say Nightwing. I think um, Chris Middleton is more of Green Arrow. You know, Green Arrow, he had a dope show on um, the CW uh, for eight seasons or nine seasons. Dope show. You know, he was able to lead that and lead that what they call the Arrowverse. So I think that if Chris Middleton was a superhero, he'll be Green Arrow. And Green Arrow is dope. There's nothing wrong with that. Very good. And, you know, he is just not... He is not no automatic sidekick. You know, Green Arrow, he can hold his own with Batman and stuff, you know, when they work together. So he could bring just as much as the table as him at times. So, but, um, man, I, I hope he has a real, I hope he has a big series. I think it's very important for him to, to have a big series against Jimmy Butler. Well, I don't know if Jimmy Butler is going to even be guarding him, okay? But that's going to be a tough matchup. 
going to be a real good matchup. That's the matchup that I'm looking forward to seeing. Okay, but yeah, this this um this Miami Heat team, I mean, Eric Spoelstra, man, is a phenomenal coach. Very, very underrated, man. People, they just underrate this, man, for some reason, all right? Um, let's see. I'm not sure if, but see, here's the thing with Miami. Okay, see, Miami, they got better this year. And what I mean by them getting better, okay, they added Trevor Ariza, who performs, who always brings it on um during the playoffs. They added, you know, well, we know they have Andre Iguodala, but he's day-to-day. Um, you know, getting him back is big, you know, because that, you know, between Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Andre Iguodala, and Trevor Ariza, that's a lot of big-time awareness on defense, big-time awareness, um, okay? Um, Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic and Tyler Hero coming off the bench, that's 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 going to be big for them. I mean, this Miami Heat team is still pretty deep, man. This is not going to be easy, man. Not I under and and I know I just said that the Bucks, you know, they they trying to get that revenge and stuff. This is not going to be easy. And you got the shooting of Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. Man, it Wow. This is not going to be easy. Nobody said it was going to be easy, but, man, this is not your typical first-round matchup. I'm telling y'all, it's like these matchups in the first round, man, it, it's no joke. A lot of t- a lot of teams that are that's going to have home court advantage, I mean, it doesn't really feel like they have an advantage outside of just playing on a home court. But outside of having your crowd there, what what what's the advantage? I mean, it's not like the rim is going to be higher or smaller for your opponent. I mean, it's the same rim. I don't know. They might need to have the Miami Heat play on double rims if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, right? <laughs> but this is going to be a real good series, real good series. I think I think for sure this one is going to come down to seven games, and I, I really don't know who's going to win this one. I really don't know. I mean, I know I'm supposed to give a prediction, but I don't know. Because I, I believe in the Bucks as equally as I believe in the Heat. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <sighs> man. Man, man, man. You know what? Hey, man. I'm going with the Miami Heat on this one. No, you know what? You know what? I'm going with Giannis. I believe Giannis is the best player in this whole series. I believe in Giannis. I believe in Jimmy Butler also. Got dog it, man. Oh, man. Miami Heat fans, listen, I'm not right all the time. All right. <laughs> I'm rolling with the Milwaukee Bucks in seven games on this one. You know what? Forget it. Forget the seven games. I'm rolling with the Milwaukee Bucks in six games on this one. Okay. Giannis has not forgotten what happened last year, and he is going to bring it. Okay. Rolling with the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going to end this segment before I mess around and change my mind. All right? (laughs) But if you think the Miami Heat are going to win, share your thoughts on it. Comment below if you believe the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win this series. Share your thoughts and comment below. And also, hey, tell me how many games you think this series is going to go to. All right? All right. So let's go on to the next one. (laughs) 
All right, on to our next matchup. All right, we have let's we're gonna swing it back west. All right, we have the Los Angeles Lakers who clinched the number seven seed last night by defeating the Golden State Warriors. Did y'all see that shot by LeBron James? Man, that was amazing. I was thinking to myself, man, right when he let it, soon as he released it, I'm like, man, watch that go in. Would it be something that that shot goes in and boom, it went in? You know, that was amazing because the dude did just get poked in the eye and everything. But um. You know, got the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Phoenix Suns. Man, I do not like this matchup for the Phoenix Suns. I really don't. Especially, I'm a big, I'm a huge Monty Williams fan. I'm a big time Monty Williams fan as a coach. I love the way he coaches, man. I think he's a phenomenal coach. And congratulations to Coach Monty Williams for winning that Coach of the Year award. Now, you do not really have much time to celebrate because you have to prepare for the defending champions, Los Angeles Lakers, all right? Um, this series, oh my goodness, man, it, man, it, you have two, you have two players, you have LeBron James and CP3 who are best of friends, um, I believe CP3 is the godfather to one of LeBron James kids I'm not sure and I think I'm not sure if LeBron James is the godfather to one of CP3 kids but you know we do know that hey they're they're real good friends they're close friends all right so that's going to be interesting to see you know because normally it's hard sometimes some players they find it hard to bring bring it against their best friends but we'll see they're probably going to be enemies on court you know but we'll see how that goes and how that plays but with this series here, you know, if you're the Phoenix Suns, you, you for starters, you must win game one. Because historically, LeBron James uses game ones to study the opponent. He's still competing, but he's still studying, too. He's trying to figure them out. So, Phoenix, you want to make sure you, you know, I think the Suns, you, they, they should make, you want to make sure you win that game. That is very important. All right. A key aspect in this game is that... Um, I think DeAndre Ayton is gonna have to he's gonna have to play a big role in this series. I think I think they're gonna need eighteen they're gonna need eighteen and ten from DeAndre Ayton. He's gonna have to be able to give them that because with that he'll be able to force um A D, Anthony Davis, to, to exert energy on defense. All right. And then also the Lakers are gonna try to throw Andre at him too. Okay, he's going to have to go through that. Then they're going to try to throw Gasol at him, too. You know, he's going to have to be able to do hand, handle those bigs. Okay, because those are three good defensive big men. Okay, um, but I think DeAndre, Aiden, I, I think he can score eight, at least 18 and 10. They're going to need 18 and 10 for, for, for that to happen. So with his 18 and 10, I think they're going to also need Devin Booker. I know he's he averaged 25 points a game during the regular season. Devin Booker is going to have to average 27, 6, and 6. All right? If he can average 27, 6, and 6, CP3 continue to do what he does. Well, CP3 is going to have to up his scoring. I think CP3 is going to have to average 20. All right? And assist at least 10. All right? That, that's what they're going to have to do in order to win this series. All right? Because LeBron is going to bring it. And the thing about it with the adjustments, um, game one and game three is going to be very, very important. I mean, it is for every series, but especially, like, here's the thing. So much is riding for the Phoenix Suns. You're the number two seed. You know, and 
yeah, you're playing the, the defending world champions, but they're the number seven seed. You're the number two seed. You still have the home court advantage. The Phoenix Suns, they have a very, very good crowd. They always had a good, good crowd, okay? As the Houston Rockets fans, I remember my Rockets on the way to their journey to winning two championships. They had to go through the Phoenix Suns, okay? And, man, that home crowd, they have is no joke. Even though the Rockets was able to win games over there. Kiss of death, Mario Ellie. All right, sorry for bringing up old stuff. I think about that all the time. But anyways, um, go Rockets. But, you know, um, man, like, I don't like that the Lakers are facing the Suns in this one because, man, I don't want people saying, if the Suns lose, you see that? Um, Coach Monty Williams, they couldn't even get past the first round. But look who, who they are playing, okay? But one adjustment I do believe that the Suns could probably use and hey and hey what 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 do I know but I do think um Chris Paul is gonna have to utilize his off the ball skills on this one here also because I think what the Lakers are gonna do they're probably gonna guard him all the way 94 feet you know he's an older player he's 36 years old now and I think Devin Booker is gonna have to relieve Chris Paul of some of the the ball handling duties because historically Chris Paul is a ball dominant guard. That's his style. But see, that's not going to defeat the Lake, the Lakers that way. You know, you're going to have to be able to adjust. Maybe sometimes you can be ball dominant, but sometimes you're going to have to have Devin Booker handle that rock. And he's been handling the ball less this year because he has Chris Paul out there. All right. But man, but there's no one for the Phoenix Suns roster that can keep, um, that can, force LeBron James to exert energy. And that's where the problem lies. That's where the problem lies. Like, I mean, Devin Booker can really ball. Chris Paul can ball. And Aiden can ball. And by Aiden balling, he can help nullify Anthony Davis. But there's nobody on the Phoenix Suns that can nullify LeBron James. I'm not saying shut him down. But you got to make him work on defense. You have to. You know, it's a must. You got to at least pose a threat. And I don't think the Suns have anybody that can pose a threat. Now, maybe somebody will step up. I mean, I'm hoping for the Phoenix Suns fans' sake. But that, I mean, you don't have to outplay LeBron James, but you're going to have to cause him to exert energy, okay? He is an older player. He is human, all right? But you have to cause him to use energy on defense. So that's going to be a hard thing to do. One thing I think what they can do is I think you can throw Chris Paul at him a few times, well, you know, throughout certain situations of the game and have him pick up LeBron James because I don't think LeBron James will be able to just blow by Chris Paul. He's a real good defender. And what Chris Paul lacks in height, he makes up in strength, okay? If LeBron James decides to, hey, you know what, let me post a little man up. Listen, he is a real good post defender. It is hard to post that dude up. He is tough, okay? He is grown man strong, all right? So he might be the, one of the shortest players out there, but he's not. He's far from the weakest, all right? So he is hard to post up. So that's just not going to be an easy walk in the park for LeBron. But if anybody could figure that out, it would be LeBron James. But, um, man, with this one here, I, I and, and I feel like I am asking for the Suns to – it because it requires the Suns to do so much, you know, I, I just don't think they're going to be able to do it. I mean, like, you know, Devin Booker averaging 27, 6, and 6, that's not going to guarantee victory, and that's great. That means he's stepping his game up, but unless LeBron James is guarding him, that's not causing LeBron to exert energy. 
Chris Paul could continue to ball, but man, that's not causing LeBron to exert much energy. DeAndre Aiden is going to be, you know what? Aiden, Aiden is going to have to average 22 and 12. <laughs> if Aiden can average 22 and 12, okay, and Devin Booker can average 27, 6 and 6, all right, I think the Phoenix Suns, I think the Phoenix Suns can win this series in seven games. All right. Yeah, I think it's seven games, maybe six. But if they don't do that, man, it's Lakers in five. And most of me is leaning toward Lakers in five instead of Suns in seven. All right. But like I say to everyone, whenever I pick against your team, cool thing is I'm not always right. Most of the time I'm wrong. You should see my NFL pickups. Most of the time I'm wrong. But I do win from time to time. But most of the time I'm wrong. So that's an advantage that y'all have. All right. Over this. But I tell you what. Comment below. Share your thoughts. If you think that the Phoenix Suns are going to win the series. And how many games it's going to take them to win. Or are the Los Angeles Lakers are going to win. And how many games it's going to take, to take them to win. Me personally. I have Lakers in five. I seen them do it to my Rockets. And we had Harden and Westbrook. Okay. So, mm. but comment below. Let me know what you think and your thoughts. All right. And on to our next matchup. We're going to swing this back to the East. All right. We have the number two Brooklyn Nets versus the number seven Boston Celtics. Okay. Man, this would have been an incredible matchup, especially if Jalen Brown was playing, man. And unfortunately, Jalen Brown's had a season ended injury. I wish that young man a speedy recovery. Hopefully to see you back next year um, playing at the same level or even high, in a higher level than what you was playing this year. All right. Um, you know, hey, man, a while ago, about a month ago, hey, I did an episode of my podcast where I said it's going to be the Lakers coming out west and the Brooklyn Nets coming out east. And so far, I have not changed my opinion. Okay, I have not changed it. But a lot of times they say it's about the journey. Then instead of the destination or something like that. So this is going to be a real good journey. This is still going to be a very competitive series, okay? Um, this is Kyrie Irving facing the, facing his former team, the Boston Celtics, okay? Um, Jason Tatum, man, Jason Tatum dropped that 50 piece against the Wizards a couple days ago. Man, phenomenal player. Now, I do believe that. I don't, now, I don't know if Tatum is going to be guarding Durant or Durant is going to be guarding Tatum, but I do believe that Tatum, he can force Durant to exert energy on defense, okay? But the thing about it is Durant does not have to be dominant in this series for Brooklyn to win. I think James Harden and Kyrie Irving is going to take care of that part, but it's not going to be an easy task. Marcus Smart can defend OK, and he can make you work, too. He can make James Harden exert some energy on defense. Kimball Walker, he can force Kyrie Irving to exert energy on defense. Kimball Walker is no pushover. I'm telling you, he is no pushover. So this is going to be a good, good series. OK, and I think Joe Harris is going to be big. Jeff Green is going to be big. Matter of fact, both teams bench is going to be big in this series. OK, I mean, this is no pushover series. But man, I swear if um, Jalen Brown was in this series, I would say he's going to seven games for sure. 
it's going seven games for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I still would roll with the Nets, but it's going seven games for sure, people. There's no doubt about that. Um, Evan Fourier, I mean, I think. Let me see. He's not really known for his defense, but I think um, Joe Harris can force him to work on the defensive side of the ball, and Evan Fourier he can force Joe Harris to work on the defensive side of the ball, vice versa. Okay, so that's going to be a very, very important matchup right there. Very, very important. But I do believe that the Brooklyn Nets they have the stronger bench. All right, but Jason Tatum, I think Tatum, Tatum is going to have to average. He's going to have to average thirty. He's going to have to average 30 points a game in this series. Kemba Walker is going to have to average at least 18 to 20. You know, he's going to have to play. He's going to have to go back to his cardiac Kemba days. Are you remember at UConn 2011 NCAA tournament? Yeah, he's going to have to go back to that, man. Um, but this is going to be a real good matchup. But, man, Kyrie, Kyrie is on a mission, man. I know Kyrie, you know, I, this is probably on his bucket list, you know, to get back at the Celtics. To get back on, I mean, you know, but maybe it's not. But I understand the mission with Brooklyn is championship or nothing, okay? And I don't think they're going to let the Celtics without Jalen Brown uh, get in their way, all right? So I think we're going to have for real good – I think each game is going to be very, very competitive, but I do believe that this series here will be over in five games. I'm rolling with the Brooklyn Nets in five, all right? Like I say – because and because the Lakers probably going to be Lakers in five, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, they're going to try to finish this in five, four if they can. But this Boston Celtics team is no pushover team. And I believe, hey, Jason Tatum is a beast, man. He is a beast. I don't think he's going to allow. I think he's going to wield his team to at least one game. But um, I'm rolling with the Brooklyn Nets on this one. Brooklyn in five, four, three, two, one. But, hey, if you disagree, if you think the Brooklyn Nets are going to win in six or seven, let me know if you think the Boston Celtics are going to upset the Brooklyn Nets. Please feel free to let me know and please explain yourself on why you believe the Boston Celtics are going to win this series. And you can't just say it because you're a Boston Celtics fan. Right? I mean, you can say it, but I expect the Boston Celtics fan to believe that his or her team is going to beat the Brooklyn Nets. You're supposed to believe that, all right? If you don't, then why be a Celtics fan, right? But, you know, hey, explain yourself. <laughs> I would like to hear it. I'm not going to judge it. I just want to hear it, just like you're hearing me. All right, on to the next one. All right, on to our next matchup. We're going to swing this back out west to the west side. Dun, dun. Alright, so this matchup here where we're going to have the number one Jazz of Utah. Alright. Against the um it's either gonna be the Memphis Grizzlies or the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Um I don't know. Um let's see. Um I know if I'm the Utah Jazz, I'd rather face the Memphis Grizzlies. Face the younger team that's more inexperienced. But I got a feeling the Utah Jazz are going to face the Golden State Warriors. I just don't see the Golden State Warriors losing two very important games in a row. But here's the thing. History shows. You can go back and look at the history of basketball from the professional level. Um, that's worldwide on the professional level, collegiate level, high school level, 
AAU level, middle school level, elementary level, Pop Warner, preschool, infancy, all that. Um, playground, sandlot, it doesn't matter. It's tough bouncing back after a heartbreaking loss, after a close loss, and the, the, the way the um, Golden State Warriors lost. It's very tough to bounce back from that. Now, I do believe that this Golden State Warrior team is a very resilient bunch. I mean, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, they've been through a lot. Steve Kerr, they've been through a lot. But a lot of the guys on that team, they have not. Well, Looney has, okay? But, um, yeah, I'm rolling with the Golden State Warriors on this one still. All right? I mean, I, I think Steph Curry about to go out there and do Steph Curry-type things. And what you have to understand is that the Golden State Warriors, they were facing the number one defense in the league, all right, in the Los Angeles Lakers. So the Memphis Grizzlies, they're not as tough on the defensive side as the Lakers. So I'm rolling with the Golden State Warriors to win that one and then to face the Utah Jazz. Now, that series as a whole right there is going to be very, very interesting, okay? Um, Spider Mitchell, man, Spider Mitchell is going to bring it. That dude there, I mean, he, he can ball. He can ball. You know, he he, he has, a, to me, he has a lot of Dwayne Wade in him. I mean, that dude can ball for sure, man. Um, but, man, Steph Curry, man, it's that dude can ball too. And that dude there, hey, you know, he still has a big, massive chip on his shoulder. He has a Costco bag of lace and ruffles on his shoulder, man. And Draymond Green, I mean, here's the thing with Draymond. I think Draymond is going to do his thing on the defensive side, you know. I mean, but well, hold up. I'm looking on the injury report, and it shows Donovan Mitchell is out. Did When did he get hurt? I don't recall seeing him get hurt. Um, hmm. That's interesting. That's not good for the Utah Jazz. Is, is this a false report? What's going on? I was not aware of this, that that Donovan Mitchell is hurt. Um, but maybe he's going to. Okay, they say they expect him to play Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so I tell you what. If the Golden State Warriors are facing the Utah Jazz, you know what? I'm rolling with the Golden State Warriors. I'm rolling with the Golden State Warriors. Man, Donovan Mitchell, that ankle injury, yeah, he's going to have to prove and show that, yeah, because he makes this thing go. Um, Jordan Clarkson, I have not yet to see Jordan Clarkson really ball hard in the, well, I haven't yet to see him the way he play in the regular season, you know, match that in the postseason. I hope he does. Okay. But, um, he's going to have, I'm going to have to see it to believe that. All right. And Jordan Clarkson is no scrub. That dude can ball, man. He can ball, man. Um, but man, Steph Curry, it's. It's hard to stop Steph Curry, man. It is hard to stop him. Um, but the Golden State Warriors, if they're going to have any chance, though, Kelly Oubre is going to have to come back. I think he's supposed to come back um, somewhere in the postseason, depending on how far they go or depending on how far this series go. And um, Andrew Wiggins is going to have to step up. He's going to have to – hey, he's going to have to play – he's going to have to step up his game. He's going to have to step it up. And, yeah, Draymond is going to have to score some points, man. I know he does a lot on defense and a lot of the intangibles, but Draymond has got to score some points. You know, he's going to have to at least give him at least 10 points. 
All right. Yeah, but, man, Joe Ingles, man, I like Joe Ingles. Man, Joe Ingles can ball. Like, that dude there is like a jack of all trades. He can do a whole lot, man. Smooth jumper, too. Um, Bojan, Bohan, Bogdan, Bog, Bohan Bogdanovic. Bogdanovic. We didn't see him in the playoffs last year, so I think he's going to make a big difference this year. Man, he can hoop. I love the way he plays. That dude there brings it. He has a lot of intangibles. He can shoot. He plays defense. You know, he masters the fundamentals of the game. Um, so that's going to be big right there. But And the only reason, see, right now, I mean, at first I was going to pick the Utah Jazz maybe in six, in six games, but I am very concerned about Donovan Mitchell's ankle. Yeah, I'm going to have to monitor that. But so far, um, I'm picking the Warriors in six. I'm picking the Warriors in six. I know as a Houston Rockets fan, listen, I have nothing personal against the Utah Jazz. I really don't because two of the Rockets um, NBA championships, we had to we had to go through Utah. You remember? Um, but y'all did hit us with that deadly kiss shot that sent y'all to the finals. But y'all lost twice in a row when y'all went to the finals back to back but i have nothing against utah i'm telling you i would have picked utah seriously had donovan mitchell's if donovan mitchell wasn't hurt but because he is hurt yeah i'm rolling with the golden state warriors all right nothing personal but lucky for you utah jazz fans i'm right most of the time i'm just kidding i'm wrong most of the time all right, so we'll see. All right, comment below. Let me know if you think the Utah Jazz are going to win or if you think the Golden State Warriors are going to win. And also, how many games is going to be? It's going to be four, five, six, seven, eight. No, there's no eight. Let me know. All right, on to the next one. All right, and for our final playoff matchup, we swing things back to the east where, okay, well, we just saw the Washington Wizards, led by Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, they defeated the Indiana Pacers in the elimination, the playoff play-in game for the number eight seed. They clinched the number eight seed, so they have the luxury to face the number one Philadelphia 76ers, all right? This matchup here is going to be pretty interesting. Um, Joel Embiid is a beast, people. In case you haven't noticed, he is a beast, all right? Is a beast, so watch out. Um, Joel Embiid, I think. Um, I think as long as he's healthy, the Philadelphia Sixers, the 76ers, they're gonna take straight up take care of business. They're gonna take care of business. Um, the Wizards, they don't have anyone that can match up with him. They can't match up with him. Okay. Um, now I do believe that I think Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill, and Russell Westbrook, they're gonna have to have like. They're going to have to have, like, some big-time phenomenal games, all right? Big-time phenomenal games. Um, I know the injury report so far shows day-to-day for the Philadelphia 76 to start and five, but come playoff time, they, they're going to be ready to roll. They're going to be ready to roll. Um, the Sixers, man, Ben Simmons is a really good defender. And I'm curious, I wonder if he's going to be guarding Russell Westbrook. That's going to be an interesting matchup because that's somebody who has length and he is just, you know, he can match against Russell Westbrook's speed and stuff. All right. But Russell Westbrook is tough to guard him, though. All right. Um, In this series here, I think I think it's going to be the 76ers in five games. All right. In five games. 
I mean, especially if Joel Embiid is healthy, it's possible they may sweep the Wizards. You know, and there's no knock on the Wizards. I mean, the, the Wizards, a lot of people didn't even predict that, that they was going to make it to the playoffs. And they did. Once Russell Westbrook got healthy and stuff, he got the cooking. Bradley Beal got the cooking. Okay. But, um, man, I just think this is a very, very tough matchup for Washington, man, because you are facing Joel Embiid, man. That... You know, that's, you know, he's not a guard, you know, he's a center and he's going to, he's going to pound it with, he's going to pound him in the post, man. You know, and he, he can hit you in, in the elbow with the jumper. I mean, the dude can ball, he can ball. So Alex Lynn is going to have his work cut out for him. Um, Alex Lynn, I mean, he's going to have to try to um, force Joel Embiid to play defense. Um, they're probably gonna have to give him a few touches or situations where he can catch the ball and lay it up and dunk it, or he's gonna have to crash the boards. He's gonna have to, man. But yeah, I, I just don't see the firepower for the um, from the Washington Wizards to to be able to match, you know, to be able to match with the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, Ben Simmons, man, like Ben Simmons is shoot. Man, Ben Simmons is playing some really, really good basketball. It's a really good basketball. Um, coach Doc Rivers, I mean, I love Coach Doc. I think Coach Doc is a brilliant coach, brilliant mind, okay? And like I say, I didn't pick the 76ers to make it to the finals. That's not saying that they cannot, but I just believe it's destined to be a Lakers versus Nets finals. But I do believe the Sixers, they can make it to the Eastern Conference finals. That is possible. I mean, that is highly probable. But, um, yeah, I'm just not seeing any, like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Sixers swept the Wizards, man. I'm, I'm not seeing many holes in the Sixers game. Like, unless, like I say, unless the, unless it's health. But, Outside of that, man, it. I mean, Simmons averaged 14, 7, and 7. But, um. Hmm. Well, that's per. Hold up. Let's, let's get his real stats. Against Washington, he's averaging 16.5 points, 9 assists. Okay. Yeah, I mean. But it's gonna be interesting. I mean that that I mean as great as a good good as a defender Ben Simmons is, I mean it, it's still tough to guard Russell Westbrook. But I think Simmons' length, I mean Simmons is like six foot ten. I think that's gonna bother Russell Westbrook. But see on the other on the other side of it, they might have Simmons guarding Bradley Beal. So but now I do not believe that Seth Curry can guard Russell Westbrook. Or Bradley Beal consistently, but I do believe Seth Curry can make those guys play defense. So that's a situation where you, you where he's probably going to have to utilize his his offense is going to have to be his defense. Okay, but um, hmm, man, that I tell you what, in order for Washington, I tell you what, in order for Washington to win this series, Westbrook is going to have to be Westbrook, meaning like Westbrook. It's going to have to be triple-double Westbrook, okay? And I do believe that Bradley Bill is going to have to average at least 25-26. Bradley Bill is going to have to bring it. 
He's going to have to play lights out out there. Okay. Um, is Smith coming off the bench? I mean, is Smith? He's a real, real good ball handler. I love his pat. He he's always been a brilliant passer. I remember when he played for the Rockets. Um, not too, man, probably about seven to eight seasons ago, and I, he came out of Wake Forest undrafted, I believe. And I'm like, man, I like Is Smith, man. He's a real good point guard. Like he is one of those like true, true point guards. You know, he he his first option is to set his team up his teammates up and I love that about him you know he's not focusing on scoring you know he could get to the basket and he has a way of um you know the way Ish Smith plays the game the type of passer he is he's one of those guys where when he passes you the ball all all you got to do is shoot it you don't got to do any extra dribbles you just got to shoot the rock all right because he's going to put you in the best position that's the way he does with his passes it's phenomenal very, very phenomenal. If you ever watch Ish Smith play ball, he's a very, very phenomenal. Very, very, very good ball handler, right? But, um, man, the Sixers, hey, they're not the number one seed for no reason. So I do believe that they are going to win this series in five games, all right? Sorry, Washington Wizards fans, but guess what? Y'all exceeded y'all expectations by making it to the playoffs. So shout out to y'all, okay? But I got the Philadelphia Sixers taking over on this one here. But if you disagree, hey, let me know. Comment below whether or not if you believe the 76ers are going to win this series and how many games or if you believe that the Washington Wizards are going to win this series and in, in, in how many games are they going to, it's going to take for them to win it. All right. Let me share your thoughts. Let me know what you think. Student of the game. Oh, and that's going to pretty much close it up on our playoff matches, our playoff preview. I thank you all for tuning in. Please hit that like button and that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on on wherever you listen your podcast at, please hit either that like button and that follow button or if they have a subscribe button and hit that notification bell. So that way when I drop a new episode, it's going to come directly to you. All right. And if you're listening on YouTube or if you're listening just on the podcast, go to YouTube and, and listen, I need your help. I'm trying to get up to at least 100 subscribers right now. I'm at 70, so I'm only 30 away. I'm trying to get that before the month of May. ends. So let's do that before June comes in. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Student of the Game podcast. Peace out.